0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black.
1: Hi, I'm Rob Black. Stock Talk. I want to do... If I can, I want to do what I can to sum up the year of 2017. As far as the top business stories go, I would love feedback. If I miss any, you can call the show, 800-516-1220. You can email me, rob at com. Now, I think the number 10 story, and we'll do a countdown, because who doesn't love end-of-the-year countdowns? The Trump administration getting into office and one of the very first things they did or they didn't do they started focusing on the health care right and that didn't go anywhere i think the number one thing trump has done as far as business stories go you could get in your personal issues is deregulation regulation roiling the gop-controlled congress rolled back hundreds of federal regulations large and small dramatically limiting government oversight for years to come by President Trump's count, 1,579 proposed rules were killed before they were officially adopted. The cuts made good on his goal to repeal two regulations for every new one enacted. I don't know if you remember that was part of his uh, push while he was striving to become president. He raised that ratio to actually 3 to 1. Trump effectively killed the U.S. Clean Power Plan by executive order. Consumers lost net neutrality. The principle that internet service providers should provide access to all legal content on all equal basis. That's a big one. Because now the big guys, Facebooks, Amazons, Netflix, Googles, they've got the money to buy access through the ISPs to get their content first. And ISPs, I mean, I would imagine you'll see a day where you'll start seeing some of the big companies buy ISPs. It could happen. They also lost the right to sue banks as a consumer. You can't sue banks and other financial service providers in class action lawsuits. So you go into a Wells Fargo. I'm not going to say Wells Fargo. Let's say XYZ Bank. And the guy behind the counter, um, you say, I want to open a a checking account for my son. The guy behind the counter goes, absolutely, yes, sir. And he gets, what's his name, what's his social security number, where does he live, how much money does he make, and uh, your son walks out of there with a bank account and you deposit $100 in, in Twitter for something like that. Did I say checking account? Why would you have a kid to have a checking account? <laughs> Let's say savings account. Okay, so next thing you know, um, you're getting a statement at your house that your kid has a credit card. Or maybe they changed the address or maybe they changed the income because kids don't have income usually, right? And you'd be like, that guy opened up accounts because he was getting bonuses for it. Whoa. Now you can't sue. You can't sue. What the H-E double toothpicks, right? A move to axe new limits on payday lenders is on the chopping block for 2018. I'm not a big payday lender fan. I think it's crazy that people will give up between twenty and fifty percent of their paycheck to get their own money. I don't even like using ATM machines where it's two dollars two, two to four dollars. If I have to use an ATM and it's uh four hundred dollars, well dunno, if it's a two dollar thing, I'll I'll get as much money as I can so it's like a, a less than a one percent hit. I don't like paying to get my own money. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous when I see people, you know, get twenty bucks or forty bucks. And uh, it's a 2 to $4 charge. It's like, you just spent 10% to get your own money? Ridiculous. So other regulations that have been rolled back or stopped. Government watchdogs say the roll box um, will make Americans less safe. Because listen, I mean, listen to some of the ones that are on the list of regulation loosening. Um, pursuing fewer penalties on corporations. Uh, new truck safety regulations that are loosened. We just saw a train derail this year that less regulation. Trump rolled back the Obama-era financial regulations. We said, screw you, climate change. We're not going to be part of that world agreement. Um, loosening the health plan regulations, he signed an executive order that would scale back some health insurance regulations, according to the Wall Street Journal. Um, under the executive order, um, AHPs would have uh, be exempt from state rules in some ACA Requirements, including the law's mandate that ensures cover certain diseases. He's been rolling back gun regulations. Under his directive in October, the FBI can block gun sales only to fugitives who have fled the states where their arrest warrant was issued. The change got little media coverage. Like, come on, sometimes when you go from state to state, like your warrant doesn't show up in the system, right? Oh. So those are, I would say, negatives. He's loosened shipping regulations for Puerto Rico. Uh, the island that officially says that that would be a significant help for every recovery effort. Trump authorized a waiver to loosen shipping regulations. And I can, you could can probably say that's a good one. He's loosening school lunch standard regulations. I remember back in the 1980s, and this is age, aging me. I was a kid. I was young. But um, school food. Ronald Reagan said... School lunches, you don't have to serve a vegetable. Ketchup can be considered a vegetable. And if you know anything about ketchup, it is a little bit of tomato, but it's a lot of water and sugar and cornstarch, um, the way we consume it in the United States. So that's bad. The number nine top business story of the year, moving on from regulations, and that, that's probably the one that probably is going to make corporate America the most money, the regulation rolling back. So the number nine story is hack and attack. If Americans had any lingering nativity, about the protections for their online data, 2017 once again showed us that you are not safe. Credit reporting giant Equifax initially estimated that criminal hackers access personal data for 143 million U.S. consumers. Then Equifax came back and said, no, 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 that was 145 million. That's 45% of all Americans. So you've been hacked, very likely, or the guy sitting next to you on the train has been hacked. Yahoo said they still don't know who pulled off the 2013 hack that affected all 3 billion of its users, the largest internet breach in history. Uber disclosed this year uh, a year-old breach, so it didn't even happen in 2017, it happened in 2016, where hackers stole personal information on 57 million customers and drivers. Instead of notifying consumers and regulators, Uber paid the hackers $100,000 to delete the data and keep quiet. Might have paid them in uh, Bitcoin. That's the problem with the cryptocurrency. So far, the number one use has been basically paying off pirates, criminals. So those are the top, number 10 and number 9. Everyone should go to annualcreditreport.com, pull the credit, take a look, um, pull your credit four times a year, You can do it with or three times a year, you can do it with all three agencies, Uh, Start with annualcreditreport.com and it'll make sense. Uh, The number eight story, and I'll tease this because I probably won't get through it, is the retail meltdown. Big seismic shift as shoppers buy more and more things with their smartphones and turn to Amazon for electronics and groceries. The transformation has left the country's iconic companies struggling. Uh, Companies like JCPenney and Macy's, will they survive? Will they shut down all their stores? Toys R Us is seeking bankruptcy protection. Sears, whose catalogs and appliances were once ubiquitous has been shedding real estate and borrowing cash just to stay afloat. We'll talk about this in a little bit more. I'm Rob Black, talking Stock Talk, top business stories of the year.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday
1: mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on
0: the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz.
1: And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Howdy. (laughs) Howdy. I'm Ron Black. I always have seminars coming up, and you can always go to com and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free for the radio listeners or, I guess, podcast listeners as well. Um, thanks. It's been a great year. So Retail Meltdown was the top eight story. I'm going over the top 10 business stories of the year. Number 10 was Trump rolling back regulation. So that's really helped the economy. <laughs> It's hurt helped business. It's hurt consumer and protections. I'm not giving any social commentary. We got hacked big time with Equifax, with Yahoo. Uh, we've been hacked with Home Depot and Target and Uber. You gotta check your credit. Number eight was retail meltdown. I'm telling you, Amazon became an action verb. Where you got Amazon, JC pennies, Macy's shutting down stores, Toys R Us going bankrupt, Sears. I don't think they can hold on much longer. Um, You know, amongst the most significant deals out there, um, you know, sometimes what happens in retail, as there's been a retail meltdown, it's not just Amazon, but things have been stagnant. Burger King decided to acquire Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. Arby's plans to pick up Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Businesses are looking at each other and, you know, saying, hey, just because you're going sideways, we may want you. Because a lot of people aren't going out. Uh, Restaurant is part of retail, right? Look for more acquisitions in 2018, along with limited-time food and drink offers, for instance. In the wake of record-breaking mobile sales this holiday season, retailers will, will continue whittling down physical stores while ramping up same-day delivery and in-store pickup. You'll see things like when you do go to the mall, you'll see it just a, a showcase room. They don't have to have all that inventory there because you go in, you say, try this on, try this on, try that on, and they'll send it to your house. It will change, and it will change for the better. Um, Retail is not going to go completely away. Number seven on the top business stories of the year are tax cuts. Republicans in Congress and President Trump, they rewrote the tax code, giving large corporations a sharply lower tax rate and individuals a lower tax rate. But that individual mandate runs out in the middle of the 2020s. So That's like 2025, 2027, where your taxes are going to go back up. So that's something to think about. Tax cuts means you'll have some extra money in your pocket. Maybe, because there's so many things inside this, like your ability to write off alimony, gone. Your ability to take deductions tied towards you know, bicycling or, or if you change jobs and move, gone. Your ability to write off your state and local income taxes, um, your state and your property taxes um, get capped. So if you're in a high expensive state and you have a big old mortgage, you may not get a tax cut, so worth noting. So benefits could be limited to increased payouts to shareholders. Um, so I think that's one of the big ones. When the corporate tax cut goes from thirty-five down to twenty-one percent, it will hopefully spur some job creation and wage increases. But more than likely, it's going to be largely put towards paying down debt and you know one-time dividends. And even with the assumed growth, the changes will add one trillion to the national debt over ten years. Close to two trillion, so we're twenty-plus trillion in debt and growing as a nation. Hey, grandkids, good luck to you. Some people will pay more as deductions as they relied on our restricted cut, and like I said, you know, reducing home values in high tax states. Rising deficits could also spur other budget cuts, possibly to Social Security and Medicare. Uh, tax changes for individuals expire in twenty twenty five, while corporate tax cuts are permanent. So this isn't the end of the story. Tax cuts, number seven business story of the year. Number six business story of the year, in my opinion, Bitcoin mania. Bitcoin, the digital currency, the cryptocurrency. It's, it's in the public consciousness, right? Bitmania. Ooh, that was loud. Uh, Bitmania. Um, gain of over 1,700% in 2017. Um, I agree with some of the experts that says if you want to put 1% of your money into it, that's fine. If it goes crazy, you just hit a home run. If it goes to zero, you'll be okay. And, just, and again, there's some continents like Africa where a cryptocurrency makes sense. Here we have a dollar, so it doesn't make as much sense. But down the road, if we go to one world currency, it makes sense. There'll be something like 21 million total bitcoins when it's all said and done. You can make one yourself if you have a supercomputer, but that'll cost you about $1,200 in electricity. But it's worth seventeen, 000, uh, you know, seventeen, eighteen thousand, depending on the day. Um, so the nine-year-old stateless—it it, it, it is, it is not a sovereign currency. Um, the statelessness of it, the cryptocurrency was able to transform itself from a novelty into an upstart disruptor that Wall Street skeptics can no longer ignore. Bitcoin's rise has prompted a debate amongst investors: Is Bitcoin the mother of all financial bubbles? Or is it a misunderstood alternative to the dollar and gold? There's a home in the Bay Area where it's dedicated to just the geniuses who want to talk about Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and it sounds pretty nerdy. I think like 14 people can live in it at once and it's kind of, you have to read books and talk to each other. It's pretty, it's pretty edgy, so to say the least, I imagine a uh, big talk at Bernie Man about Bitcoin. The number five business story of the year is electric electric cars electric vehicles um i saw yesterday that toyota said that at some point i think it was like 2022 maybe 2025 um all of our cars going to have an electric option it's not just going to be one version it's not just going to be one sedan so electric vehicles went from science experiments to the object of automaker infatuation. Now, what happens in 2018, 2019, 2020, if OPEC says this is not good? We're, we are countries that, that make our money from pulling the slime out of the, out of the earth. And they stop producing. Oil can get 150, 200 because they're frightened to death of electricity. With that said, a lot going on there. A lot of automaker infatuation. Mercedes-Benz declared it would offer an electric vehicle or gas hybrid options throughout its lineup by 2022. General Motors, an icon of the internet combustion engine days, is going to spend $4.5 billion to roll out 13 electric vehicles in the coming years. Ford Motor is going to launch 15 electric vehicles or hybrid models by 2025. A lot of buzz, right? And that's all thanks to one man, in my opinion. Tesla CEO Elon Musk, he's has thrilled car buyers while puzzling analysts with a growing lineup of sleek but pricey electric sedans. Next year is critical for Tesla as the larger electric vehicle revolution moves on. Musk's insists that production snags for his mass market entry-level sedan, the Model 3 will be hired out. And with 400,000, Model 3s already on order. He believes this company will be finally be able to prove that mainstream drivers are ready to be electrified. So get, get the old EV panel built in your house. It sounds like you're going to need it at some point in time. I'm Rob Black, Stock Talk, looking at the top 10 business stories of 2017. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm doing the top 10 business stories of 2017. Number 10 was Trump deregulating everything he could deregulate, whether it's gun control, ability to sue banks, Wall Street regulation. There's a lot of problems with this. Um, Environmental regulations, kind of greasing the skids for big business to roll. Your account got hacked. Your ID got hacked in 2017, unless you are a very rare off-the-grid person. Equifax, who's been checking on your credit for years and years and years, say 145 million people or 45% of all Americans got hacked. Yahoo said 3 billion of their users. Uber said 57 million of their riders. You got to check your credit report. There's a good app that helps you do it, creditkarma.com. It's on my phone. Credit Karma. I do not get paid by Credit Karma. The retail meltdown really continued and gained some momentum in two thousand seventeen with Amazon knocking down companies like J C. and Macy's and Toys R Us, Sears. You know, it was a pretty rough it was a pretty rough run. And you know, as soon as Amazon picked up Walmart, whoops, not Walmart. <laughs> that would be a good one. Um, Whole Foods. It became even more of an issue. They're big. Number seven, the tax cuts, corporate tax rates go from 35% down to 21%. Now, corporations in America are usually paying far less than 21% through loopholes. But when you lower it down to 21% and you don't close very many of the loopholes, I think corporations are going to make a lot of money in 2018 from this. The tax cuts to individuals, I don't see them as a push. I don't know enough. I'm not a tax guy. I don't pretend to be. Um, But it's problematic for big states like California, New York, Connecticut. And oddly enough, these are the big states that tend to vote for Democrats. Is there a conspiracy? Elsewhere out there, you know, I've even considered leaving California because of the taxes. And it's only going to get worse under the current plan. It's like, whoa, right? Number six top story of the year, Bitcoin mania. Currency up 1,700%. Uh, it went from a punchline to, you can own 1% of your total worth it. Uh, Electric vehicles. Elon Musk is trying to get his uh, Model 3 up to 400000 produced. So will he be able to pull it off? Or will companies like Ford and GM and General Motors and Toyota start catching them as far as offerings go? Top four story of the year to me is stocks and the economy are marching on. It's been a good year. A lot of people, if you remember when Donald Trump was elected back in November of 2016, a lot of people panicked. And overnight trading, you saw Wall Street crash. I wouldn't say crash. I'd say dive. But it's the second longest bull market. It turns nine in March. It generated nine years is a long time of up markets. It's a long time. Typically, you're happy to you be get seven and then three down or three up, one down. So Wall Street's second-longest bull market turns nine in March. And, you know, if you throw like a ball or a ring onto a, a, a stand, your luck will eventually run out, and you won't land it, land it, land it, land it, land it. And that's the thought here. When does the bull market run out of steam? It generated a lot of money for 401k investors in 2017. The blue-chip Dow index made 1,000-point jumps seem routine. It cracked 20,000 in January. Then investors cheered 24,000 in November. It's playing with 25000 Uncertainty and political scandals in Washington didn't deter anyone from buying stocks, uh, nor did the threat of nuclear war with North Korea, nor did the high valuations of stocks driving the gains resurgent economies in the U.S. and abroad, which put more profits in the pockets of corporations. The U.S. economy notched its best six-month stretch of growth in three years, and unemployment fell to a 17-year low stock market has got a a cute little name this year the trump bump it's cute right it's cute the trump effect has juiced business confidence and aided a resurgence in capital spending Um, very very friendly the buzz on wall street is more gains lie ahead in 2018 so i don't have a high position in cash i've got a little bit of cash but not a high position cash With that said, that's the top four business story of the year, the stock market. Now, some of the stocks that I kind of wish I bought, Sherwin-Williams, and that was a big winner in 2017. Um, Basically, Sherwin-Williams completed the acquisition of Valspar, and um, one company that benefits directly from a housing market boom is Sherwin-Williams, whose paints and stains are a welcome addition to any new home or any existing home. Another stock I wish I had bought in 2017, Mohawk Industries. It's a housing market play. Mohawk manufactures flooring and carpet. Its stock is up 40% year-to-date, double the S&P 500. Now, the S&P 500 up 50%, uh, 20%, so not shabby. But Mohawk makes carpets and flooring. A $10,000 investment in Mohawk Industries in the beginning of the bull market back in March of 2009 would be worth $163,000 today. It's annualized annual return is 37.6%. If you think housing is going to continue in the United States, think about how many houses have burned down in California. How many of them are going to need carpeting? How many of them are going to need flooring? How many of them are going to need paint when they get rebuilt? Mohawk Industries said late in November that they're acquiring um, the largest flooring company in Australia and New Zealand, the Godfrey Hearst Group. So they're using a strong management team. Another stock I wish I would have bought in 2017 is Diageo. Um, they they make whiskey. They You got the market, you know, they're in a 25 to 40 year super cycle for the demand of whiskey right now. Why pay an annual management fee of three quarters of 1% when you can simply go out and buy Diageo, a good proxy for the liquor industry and the largest producer in the world and do so for no more than a commission fee, right? Um, so Diageo, good stock, up 39% this year. Stock that I did buy this year and that I've bought for many, many, many years and I own as my largest holding is Apple. Uh, I didn't see the iPhone X being such a huge success. I, I, there's pent-up demand, but it, it blew it the, the door off. A lot of experts were pointing to a slowdown in smartphone sales or a plateau. Over Black Friday, Apple said it had sold over 6 million iPhone tens, many of them with 256 gigs of storage making it the most expensive phone ever sold, even costlier for those who doled out a G note. Uh, 15 million sold in just three weeks. Apple set to deliver a strong holiday quarter. Apple's recurring revenue services, once you have it, like for instance, Wonder Woman went on sale. Apple did an a, a iTunes store sale yesterday. And I'm like, I got boys. I should get them Wonder Woman. So instead of paying 15 to $20 for a 4K movie, it, it was 10 I was like, oh, I'll pick that up. So I'm in that I'm in that universe. I'm in that ecosystem. I'm not jumping out of it. In large part because once you buy Star Wars, you have Star Wars, and you have, you can watch it every holiday. Um, and it's an ecosystem to me. Play much more so than a hardware play. It's a services play. So Apple's recurring revenue services, I think, takes the stock to two hundred dollars. Up almost fifty percent year to date. Big winner. Big winner for 2017, National Beverage, ticker symbol Fizz. Um, It's a Canadian play. Sometimes you don't get hot products until they're bursting at all the seams. Up 113% year-to-date. Price target has just been upped even more. The company will eventually get sold. Uh, A lot of people don't like the company. So National Beverage makes fizzy water. They make sparkling water. Not going to disappear. Um, best stocks of 2017: Noah Holdings, Chinese asset management firm focused on high net worth investors in the country. Um, up 243% since June 2013. Up 99% year date. Company expects its non-GAAP income of 2017 to increase by 14%. With China's economy coming back to life in 2017, it's a prime beneficiary of the hot growth inside of. China, ticker symbol, A, um, Noah, it's a depository receipt. So it's a foreign stock. Another stock I wish I bought was camping world, man. Sometimes I look back and I go, Oh, that was a good year for them up 109%. Not too bad. Hot RV market that gets in buyers from all kinds of customers, including millennials. Millennials love RVs. Millennials love avocado toast. Um, not too shabby, not too shabby at all. So about in a year and a quarter, it's up 109%. Year to date, 43%. Big run, big run. So, uh, Visa or MasterCard, I own some Visa, uh, up 42% or 45% to date. Alibaba is the Chinese Amazon. They basically have copied their model. And Arco. Big winner this year. A gas station play, right? Um, who would have known? Uh, sales up 10% year over year. I'm Rob Black. Stock talk. Top business stories of the year. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I repost the show on my Facebook page, cron 4 Rob Black. Find it, like it, follow it. Anytime you give me a thumbs up, that's helpful. Anytime you could share with your friends, that's helpful. I get up early, I work hard for you. Help me out, spread the word. So I'm doing the top 10 business stories of the year. Let's recap them ever so quickly. Donald Trump deregulating businesses, corporations, uh, environmental protections. It's big. Clean power. Uh, French climate accord. Nah, we're not gonna do it. He's cut three regulations for every one that he signed. The cyber attack Equifax got hacked hard. So did Uber. So did Yahoo. You've been hacked. Follow your credit online. The number eight story was the retail meltdown J.C. JCPenney's, Macy's, Toys R Us, Sears. Um, the restaurant industry going sideways, so they started merging with each other. And like the only winner appears to be Amazon. That's not the only winner, but. They're the only obvious winner that comes straight to mind. Elsewhere, Bitcoin mania. Oh, oh, no, no, the tax cuts was number seven. Top business story of the year. Corporation tax going from 35%. No one pays 35%. There's loopholes. Cuts to 21%. No one pays 21%. There's going to be loopholes. Corporations are going to add a ton of money to their pockets. Will they put it into growth or will they put it into their shareholders? It's an interesting question because... This tax cut is going to raise deficits, and that could also spur budget cuts down the road, possibly to Social Security and Medicare. So corporate tax cuts are permanent. The individuals run out in 2025. Bitcoin Mania, top six story. Top five story was more electric vehicles coming and more electric vehicles sold. Number four, the stock market up 20% plus in the S&P 500. Great year. I just went over some of the top stocks. Number three, top story business of the year. The iPhone like any other. This was a big story this year. The iPhone X, it's 10th anniversary, three new models were announced in September. No one really cares about the 8 and 8 Plus, um, I, I don't want to be too snarky about it, but the iPhone 10 was the device that stole the show. It's got a radical redesign, goodbye home button, hello face ID. It's got new swipe gestures that are pretty cool, but the learning curve is a couple days. It's got a sharper display. It's got improved cameras. I love the improved cameras. I picked up a 10 because I got two boys. And, you know, taking pictures of your kids and seeing them and, like, remembering, like, oh, that's the time we went skiing. Oh, that's the time we you know, uh, he took a soccer ball to the face and had a big black eye. So um, it's one of my favorite gadgets of the year. You know, even at $999, it doesn't deter people. They've sold over 15 million of them. They're going to have a great fourth quarter great fourth quarter they sold out their apple airpods they're gonna have a great fourth quarter the demand's there the demand is there and it's four thousand dollar phone go do 15 million times a thousand and you'll you'll do what donald trump does whoa whoa can i get a whoa 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 thank you thank you thank you um so the top two business story of the year was sexual harassment a damn broke here And following the accusations that Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein harassed and assaulted dozens of women, allegations led to his downfall, fueled by a movement of sexual harassment survivors dubbed Hashtag Me Too. It empowered a lot more women to come forward with stories that have brought down some of the country's most famous and influential men. Um, I've got a friend on Facebook who said she was raped in college, and she did the Hashtag Me Too. The Hashtag Me Too is the story here. Um, The digital distribution and, you know... Just telling your friends it's not enough anymore. It's it's a message that's being sent that sexual misconduct will not be tolerated. Today, co-anchor Matt Lauer, uh, today show anchor, uh, co-anchor Matt Lauer, down. Actor Kevin Spacey, out. Hip-hop mogul Russell Simmons, gone. Former Senator Al Franken, finished. A lot of people view this as a watershed moment in U.S. history. Is it like civil rights? I don't know. I don't think you realize what a watershed moment is when you're in it. There's long overdue conversations about power imbalances at work and the need for more women in leadership roles. Accusations are going to likely continue in 2018, along with more complicated discussions about whether every inappropriate action warrants some repercussions. The need to take on harassment in industries outside the public eye and whether President Trump accused of harassing more than a dozen women should be held accountable. These are all going to be 2018 stories, and they're not going to go away. And something I want to throw down about this is, you know, I'm not going to say hallelujah. Um, I'm going to say we need to change the world we live in when the number one insurance being sold right now to businesses, is sexual harassment, uh, insurance, that's messed up. Um, I hope I do my part to mentor as many people as I can. It's something that, you know, after I turned 40, I was like, I need to do this a little bit more often. I need to make this more of my life mission. It's a rough world we live in and gender shouldn't matter. Top business story of the year, in my opinion. Number one business story is Amazon's empire building. When Amazon becomes an action verb, it tells you, whoa. Amazon bought Whole Foods. It dominates voice shopping with Echo. It's frightening the health industry and forcing health industry companies to merge with each other. CVS Pharmacy, which is a big retail drugstore, right? You go in and you're like, oh, I'm going to go get my uh, weight loss pills. Oh, and look at that. There's a Diet Coke I can get, too, and a Snickers bar. I'm on the weight loss pills. I hate going I hate going to CVS. I always feel like America's top ten most wanted criminals are there, and Elvis Presley, and no one else. Cities are falling over themselves right now to woo Amazon's second headquarters. 238 cities said, can it please be us? Even a Canadian city put in a bid. Amazon said it's going to bring 50,000 jobs to the lucky winner. The keystone of Amazon is still online retail, but they do videos, they do movies, they uh, do TV shows. If you get Prime, it's all about Prime. Prime is the gateway drug. Get it in two days. Uh, An estimated 42% of online sales were through Amazon this year. 42% of online sales through Amazon. That's a big number. If e-commerce still accounts for just 9.1% of overall retail sales in America, Amazon is a leader by a less visible but vitality important measure cloud storage it has 52 percent of the market microsoft 21 percent google 18 percent top stories of the year stock talk rob black